Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. An old face, a new face, revenge, and an escape. All here, Harlot's After Show. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Always. Guys, I know, welcome right? back. You gotta bounce with this off. For real. <laughs> Guys, welcome back to our Harlots After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. I'm one of your hosts, Linda Antwi, and to my left, the formidable, the amazing, <laughs> the funny, talented Kitty! Yeah! Kitty Kaboom, baby! Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thank you so much for that, babe. That was awesome. We have so much going on. We have uh, Harlot History Mm -hmm. to cover. We have the quote of the show. And then we absolutely have to talk about the Harlot of the Week. Because there's one that's just just all the way out. But she always does. She always does. For real, for real. The comeback. (laughs) The comeback is is serious, baby. Don't call it a comeback. Right. Um, Overall thoughts of this week's episode? Well, of course, I was intrigued. Every week. I really, really enjoy this show. Like, there's nothing about it that turns me off. So, going into it, I was literally on pins and needles. Like, I can't wait. Um, I was a little surprised at who played into the whole scheme that they needed to pull off in order to get back at Pinch It or Pink. Pincher. Pincher. Yeah. Um, I was kind of surprised to see who all came together for that major production that had to take place in order for them to get what was, you know, get the money. Um, but I, I gen- as, as always, I enjoyed it greatly. I love the characters. I love that even Cherry played a part in that whole situation. I love the whole vengeful nature. Um, and I love that her daddy always comes to her rescue. Yeah. So yeah. I was really, really happy um, that William and Jacob were back. I think that that was like the highlight for me, mm-hmm. besides the other highlight that we'll talk about later. Right. Um, and I also love that they all always come together and support each they other, no matter what. Do. Even Cherry. Like, they've had their history, they've had their battles, but at the end of the day, end of the day, the women stick together. They rally together. And they do whatever they have to do. For and no even, dissension, for no one to come between them, for no one to get over on them. Like, they're all about empowerment. You gotta love that. Yeah, and even Emily in her own way, she's, even though her actions are not showing that she's supporting, her words are. Yeah. And she's always sticking up for the girls, and I just think that that's a beautiful thing. As do I. Yeah. And she was instrumental in that thing, too. Like, she played the part like, I don't know what happened. But she didn't know what happened. She wasn't a part of it. Really? Emily was not a Part of That's it. right, because when they first left the house, they were like, where are they going? Emily was not a part of it. You're correct. Yeah, yeah she, she does stick up for her girls. She too. does stick up for her girls. Mm-hmm. Let's jump into it. So let's talk about Jacob's return mm-hmm. with William North. And William is, as we know, Daddy Daddy. Mm-hmm. Daddy Wells. Yes. Um, and then Jacob Wells, who's Paul. all grown up. Well, not all grown up, but he's bigger now this season. Yeah, definitely. What do you think of their return? And with them bringing in a new boxer who's going to shake it up a little well, bit. Well, first of all, Jack he's... Lyle. Fine. I like Jack. He's a cutie pie. And I saw him making googly eyes at um, 
what is the widow's name? I'm terrible. The mm-hmm. black woman. Harriet. Harriet. Thank mm-hmm. you. I saw he and Harriet have like a little thing. Yeah. Well. So that was cute to see. Um, I think a lot about him. I think he's articulate. I think he's obviously well read and he has all the trappings of a good boxer. So he should be an interesting character to see like what he pulls. You know what I mean? If he's going to get seedy with the rest of them or like highbrow or like where does he fall into the whole scheme well, I of think, things? I mean, I think with the backstory that he gave us a little bit about growing up in a white household right. and learning language and eating food and culture and all of that stuff, I think that his role is going to be more than just the boxer. Definitely. he's going to bring some things to the table. Almost as sure. Um, That's what I'm looking forward to. But William... <coughs> Were you happy to see William? I'm always happy. Yes, definitely. It was beautiful to see him come back with his dad and kind of present a new situation. I mean, you know, because it's going to be a different dynamic. Yeah, I think that, well, because, so William's the dad. Yeah. And oh, I think I'm sorry. I'm talking okay. with the baby. Yeah. But I think William's going to come and shake things up because I think Charlotte and Lucy and Nancy, all of them, have been so used to him being away and doing Mm -hmm. things the way they want to do things. Right. And he's more of a rules guy and, like, let's take care of us in the house and follow the rules Mm -hmm. and, like, let some things go, as we saw in this episode. I was about to say, he suggested that. They didn't take heed. Right. Um, So it'll be interesting to see if they take heed at all. I mean, that's why he, and that's the only reason that he and his wife ever got into our arguments was because he was constantly saying relax let cooler heads prevail let's get a plan together let and before he can even get the census out she done gone and done what she was going to do in the damn way but he knows his girls and he knows that you know what they're gonna go ahead and do what they're gonna do you're right and you're gonna support them anyways which we saw that he did at the end yeah like okay let me help you clean up this mess (laughs) because it's a hot mess and that's what y'all keep doing yes yeah Uh, so it's come to be expected let's talk about harriet so harriet also came to the rescue in this episode Harriet has risen, baby. Mm -hmm. Check out Miss Harriet, would you please? So Harriet makes room for the girls because the house is burnt down. They have nowhere to go. So she she brings them all in. I thought it was interesting that William and Jack were also staying there. Mm -hmm. Um, So, so, wow. Exactly. That's a lot. Come up, Harriet. That's all I'm saying. She's winning. And her little saucy, like, main girl, who we don't know her name yet. Right, right. But who was taking a a liking to Jack as well. Mm -hmm. Um, What did you think of that whole situation? I just love the fact that Harriet is on her glow up. Like, Mm -hmm. to see her come from, oh, I'm just a lowly little wife to some man that really doesn't respect me, didn't even sign my papers, to turn around and be like, baby, this is my house. Whatever you (laughs) want in here, come on, let me help you out. You know what I mean? (laughs) She is running things. That thing is a board, a certified board. And I love seeing it. I love her demeanor. I love how she's able to help her girls and be behind them. Just as you said, even though their history speaks volumes Mm -hmm. to all kinds of dissension and stuff and trickery or whatever, they always come together and meet each other up. And you're right. I love the fact that you got enough room for all of us. For real. Let me find out. Bring it. I am so impressed. Um, yeah, I think that uh, she's going to be a for her little situation is going to be a force to reckon with. I agree. And I think her house is going to be a powerhouse. Yes. And, and isn't love, that what we need with the different ethnicities? I love, I love how they're setting this season up because you've got that whole ethnic house. Yes. But then you have this, Exotics, girl. The, Exotics. The exotics. <laughs> yes. Thank you very much. Yeah, if, you, if you're listening on the podcast, I'm giving myself a little bit of a glow up here. Um, That's right. 
And then we have the house that, uh, what's this, uh, new Elizabeth mm-hmm. and Lucy are putting together, which is going to be a powerhouse, gonna be a powerhouse that so nobody's going to be able I to take over. I love these powerhouses that are being developed. And yeah, they're just cropping up out of the dissension. Yeah. Or, sorry to overuse that word, but I mean, everything kind of fell apart and they had to figure it out. And they all landed on their feet. I mean, there's a lot to be said about women that are, especially in um, a field or a career path that they're in, people often take them for granted and believe that because they're lying on their back, somehow they don't have brains or aren't able to manifest greatness. And also we have to remember the times that they were in, exactly. right? Exactly. So. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. So, and they're doing it. They are doing it big. Doing <laughs> it big. Uh, let's talk about Lid- Lady Isabella. Yeah. And her questioning the staff about her daughter mm. leaving and who knew and why they knew and when they didn't do anything. All of that stuff. Um, and then we find out that her daughter actually got married to the footman. Right. And (laughs) is living her best life. And she's worried about that. And Nancy's basically like, don't worry because she's happy. That's my quote of the day. That the scandal is going to be the scandal, but is she happy? Exactly. And that's what makes all the difference. I don't know if you, you don't want me to share it now, huh? No. Okay. So just in speaking in general about that, I thought it was very powerful. thought it was extremely empowering. And this is the second time that Nancy has come to her and been like, sweetheart, you're focused on the wrong stuff. Right. I get it. You love your daughter. You were just reconciled with her. So this must hurt a lot. But let's be clear. She's a grown up. She's allowed to marry who she wants. And what could be better than marrying for love? We have no clue what that even feels yeah. like. We out here tossing parts, <laughs> lady bits, in order to be able to make a living. So love never really came into the picture. So to be able to to know that your daughter has fallen for someone f- literally just because she knows that this man cares for her is huge. Yeah. That's big. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that. I mean, what more can be said about that? <laughs> I just, that. I love what it. What she said. What she said. I'm with her. <laughs> um, moving on, let's talk about uh, Emily. And Emily is really trying to learn how to make money. Yeah. She's trying to learn how to invest. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's using her work to get some extracurricular done. I ain't mad at her. Which I'm not mad at. And she helps Cherry. Which she I does thought help was Cherry. a surprising, surprising moment. Yeah. But again, it goes back to the girls each. Doesn't matter what they go through, they got each other's back. Exactly. And but she invited her in even without any prompting. Cherry didn't even say, Listen, can I sell my skins in there? Yeah. She was like, Come on, girl, I got you. And speaking of selling those skins, those skins were funny to those see. Those skins were I was hilarious. Like, Is that a ribbon? <laughs> right, that you put at okay. the top. How adorbs, right? Yes. And I love the 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 um the back and forth between well not back and forth, but when the guy came to buy it and he picks up the huge one, she's like, Yeah, yeah. I don't think so, bruh. Go and put that down. Right. This is what you're working with. You right. know what it is. Take it and be gone. You are not Maxim XL XL. <laughs> exactly. How cute Settle all is the way that? down. <laughs> um <laughs> So what are we thinking about Elizabeth or excuse me? Emily mm-hmm. and her trying to almost build a future because she talked about investing <clears throat> in America yeah. and building there. Well, let's be clear. Emily has never been a dummy. Yeah. Not, I mean, from day one, she was smart enough to know that the house that she was in, she wasn't happy at. Yeah. Granted, it wasn't real stuff that she was complaining. I mean, she was just being a brat, to be honest with you. That's kind of what motivated her mm-hmm. to get out of that house and to go find elsewhere and then end up over at, um, at I want to call her Lucy. What? My, me and my names. Um... You know, Lydia, to end up over at Lydia's house. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, she's always 
asking questions. And I really respect that about mm-hmm. Emily. Like, she doesn't just allow things to happen to her. Yeah. She makes very conscious, direct, de- deliberate choices yeah. about her life. And she sees this as an opportunity, and she's taking complete advantage of it. And who could be mad at that? Like, I, especially in that day and age. And I love how she keeps approaching Hal and saying, like, you gotta invest. I got a way. You gotta invest. I have a way. Mm-hmm. Because even in that Especially in those times where women were not taken seriously. Exactly. As in... As in anything. I, yeah. Well, we were second-class citizens. I know some things, though, right? So it's interesting. And I'm wondering what that dynamic's going to look like. Mm-hmm. Because she has some ideas. And they're bright ideas. I was just about to say, they're concrete. Is, they make sense. Is Hal going to... Yeah, is Hal going to welcome it? Who knows? We'll see. Yeah, I think it's going to come to a head at some point. I think she's going to do really well, and she's going to be able to walk away from this life completely. Now, what did you think about Charlotte showing up and confronting them? Um, and then Hal li- basically lying for his brother because it's yeah. his brother. Yeah. Um, and then the lawman being, well, if you have no other proof, there's nothing I can do. What right. What did you think of that? Um, it kind of surprised me that she went head on with it as opposed to taking the approach of oh I'm about to get you all the way back Mm -hmm. like she still did she still created a scheme she still figured it out her giving him the benefit of doubt and going there and asking him flat out to his face with lawman there like listen I'm gonna give you you know what I mean an opportunity to do right because we done already done this back and forth we done already smashed a couple times then stabbed each other in the back like let's enough with the games I know you did it so let's just come correct and he wasn't willing to do that so I knew it Inevitably, she was going to figure out, scheme something. But I'm surprised that she even gave him that upper hand. Like, it seems to me, the Lucy that I watch, I'm sorry, the Charlotte that I watch says, he did something to me, I do something back. Like, she doesn't even give it time between smack, smack. You know what I mean? That revenge part of her. Which is what we saw, right? So It was, but she still gave him, like, I was surprised that she even took the time, is all I'm saying. Yeah, I think that she was... Yeah, I agree. I agree with that, but yeah. I think that she was also trying to publicly humiliate him. That's a very good point. Um, I don't think she really thought he was going to say, "Yeah, I did it." Right. I think he, she was basically like, "I'm going to tell everyone who you are, who mm-hmm. you really are, because I know who you really are." Exactly. And you, I see beyond all of this. Right. You burnt down my place, and it's not okay. Mm-hmm. And almost like a warning, like, "Hey, you know what? I'm coming for you." Yeah. Exactly. And this is the public knowledge. Yes, because that's coming what the Wells family that's, does, right. baby. That's they let you know off the break, don't sleep. Please keep one eye open. Right. You have no idea who you're messing with. So the scheme to get the money yeah, was yeah. brilliant. It was brilliant. So we have everyone involved. Cherry knows where they are, where it is. And uh-huh. Cherry talks to Nancy. Yeah. And Nancy pays her a few of these pennies while she's selling her condoms right. and all this stuff. Right. And... I thought, you guys, brilliant. Yeah. So, we already know that Isaac still has a thing for Charlotte. Even no Fanny. Matter. Fanny was the lookout. Yeah, Fanny, Fanny told was the lookout. I'm sorry to mean to interrupt, but it no. just reminded me she was a part of it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all were in on it. It was awesome. You had the unnamed uh, harlot who followed Emily mm-hmm. and Hal around as the lookout that way. Right. But what I thought was interesting was how Charlotte knows... How to use her wares. Of course. Right? To get to this Isaac guy. Because she knows that Isaac, despite everything, mm-hmm. he still has a thing for her. Mm-hmm. So she's going to go ahead and use it, which is what she did. There you go. Who right? doesn't have a thing for Charlotte Wells? Okay. Or Lucy Wells? Or Lucy Wells. And then Please. we have Lucy in on it. And Lucy she had Elizabeth <laughs> and her her son, Fredo, right. promoting. So she had a twofer. There you go. Right? She yeah. had a twofer. 
promoting their new house of their garments. house of garments, right? right? And silks and silks. <laughs> With, and, uh, don't, didn't you love the wordplay though? The writing was so well done mm-hmm. in that we're talking about silks, but what are we really talking about? Yeah, exactly. Lots of innuendos, lots of double entendres. Yeah. I and like even that. even the selling of the clothes off of her body. Mm-hmm. So um, I thought that that was genius. So I was like, oh, she's really doing it exactly. So we see we see that as the distraction mm-hmm. as well as Charlotte as the distraction for Isaac specifically. And then we also have Harriet as a distraction for, I guess he was kind of like the muscle man. Right. The the security for back <laughs> in those days, for lack of a better word. Right. Um, and it all panned out perfectly. It did. They got the money. The trifecta, baby. They got all the money. They got all the money. And uh, took it back. And then... They even wrapped Isabel, Lady Isabella into it mm-hmm. because here's what happens. Dad finds out. William's like, I told you not to do anything. Mm-hmm. You're going to you do it your it own ways. And I thought when he went to approach Hal and Isaac that he was actually telling on them. I oh, didn't yeah? know in that moment right. that it was part of the plan. Yeah. Right? So they had them all over to Lady Isabella's place and it was genius. She's it really like, was. I'm going to go ahead and take my part. <laughs> This big stack right here. Exactly. To rebuild. Yeah. I will give you back your money, but bye. <laughs> right. Boy, bad. And let's be clear. When you walk out that door, don't even think about trying to come for me again. Matter of fact, just turn around and let dogs lie. Like, enough already. Don't let my name, my, my family's my, name, my, my children's girls. name, my my house, none of this. None right. of this should part your, your lips ever. <laughs> exactly. We've had quite enough of you. Right. So I'm telling you right now, you don't want to F with me. Right. Like, because seriously. If you do again, you see this woman right here, she will have, have you, you hanged. Have you hanged. What'd she say? We'll see you swinging. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Have them hanging from them gallows. I was like, genius. Yeah, I, I like, loved it. Y'all thought of that in one day? <laughs> Put that together. Exactly. They had to make it happen, with baby. The quickness. For sure. Oh, so funny. So good. Um, let's <clears throat> talk about uh, Elizabeth Harvey mm-hmm. um, and this new character, Salaba Alakin, that mm. they introduced, who was like the silk guy. Right. Who's madly in love with her. Clearly. Who she's kind of stringing along. Of course. Aren't they um, all? <laughs> Aren't they? It's yeah. their job. And then also Fredo and, and the beginning of what we saw going on there. Mm-hmm. So what did you think of the new guy? What do you think his role is going to be? Um, I care for it, y'all. I get so much. I'm not going to say pleasure necessarily, but I do enjoy seeing the tables turned. And I love, love, love that women in this show literally bat their eyes, give themselves a nice little push up put their hands on their hips, give some little look, and it's on. Like, that's all. They they don't even have to go through with the act sometimes. And these men are just like, I'm amazed how that works. So when he was at his desk and she entered the room and was like, oh, so good to see you, as if they just, you know, nothing happened for them to have fallen out. Mm -hmm. And he recalled having been left at 
the proverbial altar, you know, like the... Um, the it was a boat that they mm-hmm. were supposed to travel on, right? So left at the dock, and she didn't show up. Her excuses were ridiculous, and he knew they were, and he still allowed her to convince him that he should go in on this deal, that he should become her partner, that they should possibly, you know, obviously, you know, fornicate again and be in some kind of whatever the kind of relationship. But I was astounded. I literally had my mouth open like, this is a bad bitch. Like, she literally told this man, um, we got lost. Um, I couldn't find my car keys. Um, like, what are you talking about? Yeah. What, that's ridiculous. And he just was like, oh, whatever. But he still went along with it. Because he's in love with her. I oh, mean, my he, goodness. He asked her to marry him. He did that. Right? He so did that. I think that she's looking for a financier. And, and she knows a that, keeper. He, that he's going to be that. Mm-hmm. So she's going to figure out how she can... String him along just enough, just enough to get what she needs. Exactly. And, and then, then he will be it. a rap. That's it. He will so be a rap. She's not marrying him. Well, maybe she will marry him just so that she can have any kind of. Oh, she's not marrying him. But if she did, think it of would... the inheritance and all that. No, but her her role would change. Not her... if she could pull it off. I just get mm. the impression that she would want her cake and eat it too. Like, I'm going to marry this fool, but I'm going to keep him over here and then I'm going to still yeah. live my life over here. I think you don't that, think so? I think that her independent life that she has mm-hmm. now would, is more important and it would than be, anything else. It would be um, challenged, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Uh, let's talk about the opening of this golden house mm-hmm. and the first. Fredo is out there recruiting. Right. He's got three new recruits. Right. Um, and he's put to work right away. I was about to say, and he made sure he handled his business, got mm-hmm. his knee pads popping off the break. From the I was beginning. like, okay, well, we're not waiting for nothing. And that guy Ain't came, a little grass growing on your feet. And that guy came from the promotions. Yeah, exactly. So, so needless to say, he'll be running back to tell all of his friends that are in the closet to come by this house because this is where they can be provided for. Right, right. Yeah, makes sense. I like Fredo. I think he is smooth and I love how cute he is. Yeah, I, yeah. I like the addition of Elizabeth and Fredo. As I do I. They're going to be a good addition for this They're uh, just so season. different. Super different. Yeah. And they bring a different energy in. That's exactly what Mm -hmm. I'm talking about because I think this town kind of spins out certain kind of, um, I don't know, dynamics. Yeah. To have someone come in and obviously they're of the same kind. You know, this is this, they're they're doing the same thing. They have the same career or whatever. But at the same time, they come from such a different background, I guess. They're coming in, just as you said, their energy, their vibe is just a complete, it's kind of, it's off kilter a little bit. Yeah. Wait to see what they. Like spin out of this, guys. We have to now talk about Lydia. Lydia, <laughs> oh Lydia. Okay, so oh, she's such a nut job. Lydia and Catherine. Yes, so we're, we're we're in this. We're in the mix, baby. Man. <laughs> so first, we'll talk about the doctor. Yeah. So that doctor was disgusting. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and his new method of treating. Catherine right. was literally making me sick. Like, yeah. oh, you, you're calling yourself a doctor? Exactly. And you're supposed to be dealing with mental health, and this is what you're doing? You're taking advantage of this poor girl? Disgusting. And she knew it, you knew it, yeah. and you didn't care. So guess what? Tables are going to be turned on you, and the plan 
that they put together was perfect was once perfect. again. Was perfect. I was surprised to see that the warden or whatever their title is back then would allow Lydia to go and just off into her own and make known to the doctor, whatever, whatever. Because I thought she was going to skip check camp then. The thing is, I, I thought she was going to just think dip out of the side he, door. Well, I think that they're locked in, right? So she can't oh, yeah, go anywhere because yeah. remember they stole the keys. Good point. So they're locked in. Plus, he doesn't value her. So yeah, go ahead and be my errand girl, right? And go and tell, go give the message. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the grown folk, yeah, are, are here, over here doing some work, some doing some work. So make sure so you skedaddle. pass along the, exactly. You pass along the message for other grown folk to join us. Yeah, that's got you. that's the vibe that I got. Yeah. Um, but lo and behold, her and Catherine had their own vibe. Yes, indeed. They're like, you know what? Catherine endured for a little while longer just so she, and I'm so yeah. proud of her little self yeah. that she was able to see the big picture and yeah. like, you know what? I'll take one for the team. Because last week she was like, you're crazy. Exactly. You think you're getting out of here. Not only did this she week, say she that. This week she was like, how are we getting out of here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. She was like, I don't believe you. You ain't nobody. Yeah. You over here rumbling, bumping your gums. You're never leaving and you're a mess and you're completely back crazy yeah and then for the people to come in and kind of corroborate her story i think that was the first inkling of oh well maybe she's not nuts. right you know what i mean and maybe she did have houses and maybe she is rich and introduced her to the fact that this woman might actually be speaking the truth and that she might be able to help me that's right yeah so i thought that was great mm-hmm. and so we see them escaping yeah. locking the people in in the little dungeon that over there crazy. And showing up at her house and getting the shock Ooh, of, of her, her life. life. Now she did look like a popper. I live. She right? did look like a popper. Right? But and so I mean, when she, when Elizabeth is like, "Are you? Are you basically? Are you homeless? Right? Like, like why are you at my door? Why are you at my door? This mansion, you know?" Right. And Lydia was like, caught this? a glimpse. Of Lucy, too? Mm-hmm. That was priceless. Like, There's a Wells living in my house? Ooh, that thing, man. Um, I thought that that was brilliant. Yeah. It was brilliant because the highs and the low. And then meanwhile, you're looking at Catherine's face like, you said you lived here mm. and you don't live here. So right. I'm having some doubts <laughs> about this. What is we about to do? Right. Where are we going? Mm-hmm. Make it work. Figure this out. We knew where she was going. I mean, there's no place else for her to go. Mm -hmm. She's literally alienated any and everybody that she could have possibly asked for help in the past. So the fact that she still has this friend is very surprising. But we use the term friend very loosely, right? Don't you love that reaction? She's like, there's a Wells in my house and a colored woman at my door and all this. And she's just like, what? Everybody feigns innocence on this show. You gotta love it. Right, and and she, they're the masterminds behind the whole right, thing. Right, because she's a partner in that new house. <laughs> exactly. Of your friend's house. But I right. love how she, the friend, um, and you know, I have, I don't actually know her name. And she's been on a few episodes. So guys, if you know her name, definitely uh, Which hit, one? hit me up. Where Lydia is staying, the older oh, lady. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because she's been like two, three episodes now, and I'm just like... Who are you? Like, <laughs> yes. You got a name? No one's calling you exactly. by your name. Exactly. Why is your and name, if, lady? And if they are, I missed it. So <laughs> I know you viewers out there Y'all are, are sharp so sharpshooters. Yeah. Hit me up in the comments, definitely on YouTube, and let me know uh, sure. what this lady's name is. Um, let's talk about um, ooh, the Harvey Wells <laughs> Tailoring House. Mm-hmm. That's what they're calling it. Now. Right. Not the adorable. Harvey Wells gotta love house. that. Yeah, it's so great. Um, I want to move on <coughs> to Hal and Isaac specifically. Mm-hmm. What do you think they're going to do? Are they going to leave town? Because they have the tavern. 
Right. No, they're not going anywhere. Yeah. No. So. They didn't introduce this character and make him so prominent so quickly to just dismiss him. Yeah. There's no way. We got to think about the big picture of production yeah. here, people. And, and Isaac is so, like, he's just taking that role up all the way. The he has. Yeah. Villain role. Exactly. Oof. He's killing that. Oof. So... Yeah, I see him being very villainous mm-hmm. <laughs> and pulling out all the stops. It's definitely not over, this rivalry between he mm-hmm. and Charlotte. It's just about to get bigger and re- more ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely don't think they're going to leave town. If anything, they're just going to figure out how to make more money in a, in a more shysty way. Like yeah. how to get around whatever the challenges or hurdles that they have right now. Yeah, I agree with you. They're just going to dig their heels in deeper. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about Harriet and Jack Lively and that kind of like second glance that they gave each other. That was and she was because nice. I felt like she felt a little bit embarrassed because she was going off with the man. I got that impression and too. He looked a little jealous. A like, little bit. Why are you going off with that man? Right. I think that he knew upon their first interaction that that's what she did. I mean, it's kind of they're in the house of that. Like, yeah. how oblivious would you have to be not to know that? But I think he thought that she, because she is was, like a madam that she yeah, doesn't partake. That's right. Yeah, that's a good point. What I was about to say, go ahead and say, thank you. Mind no, reader. Because I, I see your point. She's I can totally reader. see how that works. Mm-hmm. Like, you've earned the right to be the board of this house. And nine times out of ten, that means that you're not servicing anyone because that's your only job is to make sure that these women are servicing the right men for the right money. Um, so I could see how he would make that assumption. And that a job. They're basically good pimps, right? Absolutely. Um, awesome pimps um, is what it appears that the board is. So, yeah, I kind of like that little flirty what's this all about thing because it makes me think that there could be a, a um, I'm about to say history, a future yeah. with the two of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's going to be Then there has to be some type of come to Jesus moment where he's like, this is what you do, though? Like, can't you do something else? Or yeah, but we have to remember, too, that she was married and had a family, so yes. she might want that lifestyle after she's made all Why the money. Why wouldn't who, she? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? I would assume that she, would, that she loved that lifestyle. I, well, I don't know... Whether or not she loved him more because she was married to a white man and he was privileged and he had money, or if she just genuinely enjoyed being a mom and a wife. That'll we don't be know. Right, time will tell. That's right. <laughs> Guys, let's move on to some news and gossip. Okay, so my news and gossip today is empowerment versus underminded behavior. Um, I read an article um, that basically said Amnesty International is calling sex workers rights human rights. And they are. That's the that's the whole basis of this conversation. It's not really an argument or I guess for some people it would be. But it's about in the news right now. I don't know if you're aware. Multiple U.S. states are currently considering decriminalizing decriminalizing prostitution, specifically Maine, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Washington, D.C., my home city and New York. Which is amazing because if you think about what the the ramifications of these are, what the consequences of prostitution. I mean, obviously, with harlots, we can date back to the 18th century. This is definitely the, one of the very first careers ever. You know, um, being able to utilize what you got to get what you need has always been on the table. But now to know that people are in Congress are literally considering making this legal so that the stigma is obviously going to be eventually taken away. And people that do this for a living are going to give 
the rights that they deserve. They're considered second class citizens. They're nasty. They're trifling. They're, I mean, just all these disparaging and negative things attributed to them. And it gives them a voice. It gives them an opportunity to say, listen, I'm a woman. This is my right. This mm-hmm. is my choice. And I can do whatever the hell I want with my body. It's mm-hmm. my body. One in five women at that time in this 18th century of harlots were working in this field. One in five. That says so much about that time period. Even though, as we've seen in past shows, they try to act like it's just the worst thing you could ever be. And, you know, the ladies, mm-hmm. of course, sit around and make all of these horrible, um, horrible um, judgments mm-hmm. about these ladies. because they. But their husbands, mind you, as soon as their backs are turned, are partaking in this act. So it's all bull. And it's called horistry. This actual... Well, there's a lot in it for prostitution, obviously. But one of them that I stumbled upon, I thought was kind of cool. Horistry. <laughs> so this is a list of um, covent... The, the, I'm sorry, it's a book called The List of Covent Garden Ladies. It's an 18th century book that was written in London and um, the writer or the co-writer of Harlots happened upon it and that's kind of what started her on this road to do this show. This is what made her decide this story needs to be told and not from the point of view of a man but obviously from the point of view of a lady because that's who's laying on the back doing all the work. So that I thought is, it was pretty awesome. That's, and that is a perfect segue into our Harlot History. Thank you. Good. So, Harlot History is up next. Mm. And did you know that Charlotte Hayes is an actual person? No. So she's an actual person. So, it this story that we're seeing about Charlotte Hayes is from the book that you mentioned. Mm. Um, and they're saying it, it was perhaps inevitable that she would always become a prostitute. Really? She was raised in a brothel. Her mother was a uh, whorehouse madam. Mm-hmm. In the 1970s, in her early teens, her virginity was offered up to men, and it was offered up to men for up to £9,000. Very much so, like Lucy. Exactly. The, so this is a real story based wow. off of a real person. Uh, one of the reasons Hayes' story is so well-known is because she was one of the hundreds of women to be featured in Harris's list of Covent Garden Ladies, an wow. annual guidebook of yeah. central London's prostitutes believed to be published uh, between 1757 and 1795. Mm-hmm. So for many, many years. Many years. Hundreds and hundreds of prostitutes. Yeah. Um, and in this little black book, each woman was noted with her address, her bedroom specialties, quote-unquote, <laughs> and prices, as well as a detailed account of her looks, her life history, including how she became a prostitute. Wow, and history? Hobby, and her hobbies. Not so, her hobbies! I love that! Yeah, so, like celebrities, almost. Well, I was thinking almost like online dating. Online you know? dating? But is, you're that's a, a good point! But you're picking a prostitute out of a book. Yeah, so that's yeah, a good guys, point. I hadn't this, thought about it that way. The, They're swiping are, left. That's right. <laughs> These are uh, real people. This show is based off of real people. And this book is a real thing, guys. So I think that that's amazing. As do I. Uh, let's move on to our quote of the show. Mm-hmm. So my favorite quote, hands down, unequivocally, because Nancy always brings the heat. It's the interaction between Isabella and Nancy. And I'll say it this way. She won't be ruined. Maybe her standing, but not her own self. We're more than what people see. And I love that. Love it. So poignant and so very, very true. So basically, she's like, listen, 
we get it. You're upset about your daughter. She rolled out. She married some man. You don't. But how could you possibly think about her reputation at a time like this? She's found something that we may never find. And at the end of the day, what people say is irrelevant to who she is as a human being. And isn't that what we celebrate today all the time? It's all about empowerment. It's all about people telling, feel better about yourself, mm-hmm. do more, uh, you know, introspection. And just knowing who you are at your core is way more prevalent than any of this outside mess. So I thought that was pretty dope. Yeah, very cool. Um, my, I have two. Mm-hmm. I couldn't decide between the two, so I have two okay. quote of the shows. My first one is, his rod will be his rune. Always Love is that. in the end. And mm-hmm. Lydia said that. Of course. And I just think it speaks volumes <laughs> to what we saw this week on the show, where we saw how just a little bit of flirting, yeah. a little bit of like the gays, a little bit of the push-up Yeah. Bra. And you're good to go. And you're good to go, girl. So you ain't um, gotta get your knees dirty, right? And then the second one I loved uh, was from Emily, and it said, "What's life without risk?" Mm. And again, that's Speaks true bottoms. to this day. Amen. You gotta follow your dreams. You gotta do whatever you want to do. You gotta take that risk because you never know what's on the other side. And you never know if tomorrow is promised. So not taking that chance today would mean all type of regret tomorrow, possibly. Just doesn't make sense. There you go. Oh, I had another quote, too. And we don't have to talk too deep about it. But I did write it down because it was so dope. The wall and black men have ears. I thought that was Mm -hmm. awesome. The fact that he made him that differentiated between being black and white, that he felt like he needed to say that was so cool. Because up until now, it hasn't really been spoken. Like, Mm -hmm. obviously, there's lots of innuendos and assumptions and whatever, whatever. And we see that there's classes based on race still. Um, But for the most part, because they kind of live in the hood, Mm -hmm. everybody is there collectively. So I thought that was so dope that he just got there and he's just like, I'm just letting these, putting these people on alert. Not only do the walls have ears, but black men know how to speak Latin too. Now Mm -hmm. what? Thought that was pretty dope. Yeah, very, very, very much so. Let's move on to Harlot of the Week. So, guys, if you're first time tuning in, we pick a harlot that stood out in the episode Mm -hmm. and make her the Harlot of the Week. Normally, we have two different ones, but we both chose Lydia Lydia Quigley. Ms. Quigley. Boy, oh, boy. Go go ahead first. Why did you choose her? (laughs) Well, I mean, I said it in last week's... um, uh, predictions? Prediction. Thank you. I want to say resolutions for some reason. Predictions that she was going to make a comeback. There's no way that Lydia Quigley was going to take anything lying down. It was only a matter of time. So I knew she was coming out. I just didn't know how she was going to get out of there. And I just was super uber excited at her whole the fact that she and this young girl were able to hatch a plan. The fact that everywhere she goes, she's able to recruit like no matter what circumstances present themselves, Mm -hmm. she is always able to bring in the young girls and convince them that she is trustworthy. And I'm just amazed at that. But I don't know why. The women are able to convince men of stuff without actually giving them sex. So, there's that. But she's pretty amazing. I mean, the character in and of itself is bigger than life. That actress is just phenomenal. So, it was just great to see how she finally made her escape. Yeah, I thought that it was going to be later on. And she's definitely the highlight of the week for me because she was like, I'm not staying in this place for 
one minute longer. Amen. I'm above this. Mm-hmm. I deserve better than this. <laughs> and no one's about to rescue me, so I'm about to rescue myself. There you go. And you know what? I'm going to take this girl with me, too. And guess what? I'm going to unlock all these women right. out here. And whoever wants to leave, go, go ahead. right ahead. Go I'm going to create a distraction, and I'm going to give you the opportunity to take your leave, if you please. Love date. Exactly. So <laughs> what I think is important is that we're now seeing that she's starting from the bottom, but she's also bringing someone with her. So we'll see if she's the third house that becomes a force to reckon with because she herself, as a character, is a force to reckon with. And and Lydia's not going to lay down and let someone take her house. And we'll see what happens. And moving on to seeing what happens. Real we're quick. Before you go, do you see this young lady being coming a part of the house? Do you think that Lydia's ability to w- wile people into a certain lifestyle is going to be apparent here? I mean, uh, evident here? Oh, she's absolutely going to do it, and she's going to like it, because that's how we met her. She, she, We met her having sex, and she said, I got arrested, and here I am in this bedlam, yeah. because I was enjoying having sex in the hay. Right. So I think that she's going to be fine with that. I don't. I think that she's going to fight tooth and nail, because it's a matter of principle, and how she's been raised, and all no. that good stuff. No? no. None of the above? I, I think okay. she's going to follow him. <laughs> okay. Guys, i got to show you this real quick before yes! I move into predictions. How cool so, is that? I met this lady... Um, um, today in real life, and I met her a while ago online, and she has a cookie company called Cocolat. Mm-hmm. And, and they're delicious. They are amazing, guys. Yeah. Sugar cookies. And yeah. this one is of our founder, Maria. Maria! And this is of our founders, Maria and Kevin. And Kevin, yeah. And it's sugar cookies, and it's their face on it, and it's so yummy. <laughs> it's and then so this cool. one is of me. And Isn't that I awesome? love it. Me here at the Afterbuzz Studio. So, yes. guys, please go and check them out. She is at Cocolat, spelled C O C O L A T S W E E T designs.com. So, Cocolat Sweet Designs.com. And I'll have her up on my Insta stories. So, you guys got to taste these gotta cookies. Check They're delicious. Her out. I have like three boxes. <laughs> I have one because they're so, they're so good. And all the hosts and producers out here were like, ooh, give me some of those. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Let's move on to some predictions. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Can I just say something that I, I just, how did I forget? What? The Isabella and Charlotte kiss. Oh, At yes! the very end? Girl I was like, oh, we're going back to that again? Right, that's what we're doing? Okay, and, and did you not just get out of bed with Isaac? Girl, that's irrelevant. Like, I'm not trying to the, No, don't, no judgment, anything, no judgment. Like, no, that's the empowerment get, part of us. Get it all on. Get it all on, girl. You got out of that bed, went to that bed. That's your choice. Yes, do what you real, do. Take care of your body. Make sure that you're safe. But if that's who you want to sleep in in this second, and then you want to sleep with this person, that is your business. Get that money, Charlotte. So I bring it up because I think that that's going to be part of my prediction. My okay. prediction is that I think these two are actually going to fall in love now. And uh, be there for each other, like emotionally. Yes, especially Um, since her daughter's gone too. Now she has no one. Yep. And I think that Lydia is going to make a huge comeback. I don't think she's going to get her golden house back. I think she's going to start a new house Mm -hmm. and she's going to have her own twist on things. Now, what that twist is, I'm not sure because, Mm -hmm. you know, we already have the exotics, we have the boys and the girls 
So she's going to have to bring it. She's going to have to bring it in a big, huge way. Yeah. Um, I think that Harriet, excuse me, and Jack are going to also fall in love. Mm. I'm all about the love today. <laughs> and It's beautiful. Um, I think that she might hand over the reins to Emily, who will by then have had like some business experience mm-hmm. and know how to invest and like and turn a profit. Yep. Those are my predictions. That is actually what I was going to predict. We are so on the same page today. I, I promise you, I was going with the whole Harriet is possibly going to find love in this man. And I think that they will, uh, you know, create even more of a family than is already there with her two kids and just kind of leave. Like, go and do their own thing. Maybe migrate back to a different country. Um, not back, but to a different country. Um, I can totally see that happening. And you're right. I think Emily would be the pers- perfect person to hand that over to as long as she gets... How do I say? Like a little bit more mature. You know what I mean? Emily still pulls punches that are kind of immature sometimes Mm -hmm. and that can cause other people to be in harm's way. So I hope that that part gets handled. I also predict that Lydia uh, makes a huge comeback. There's no question about it. Um, um, No, let me take that back because I want my own prediction. (laughs) I feel like I'm just chasing you at this point. Um, The other thing I predict, oh, is that there will be more to come of the back and forth between Charlotte and the pincher guy. Mm. Like, I totally see them at each other's throats for because it just makes for a good storyline. It makes for great drama. And he's not one to take this line down. Oh, you win? Yeah. Okay. Nobody believes that you're giving in that quickly. So it'll be interesting, especially since his brother. And what's with the brother's? And the family members being black and Paul is black. Pinter's brother is black. I love it. I mean, I'm not mad at it. I'm mm-hmm. just surprised that there's so much of it. You know what I mean? That interracial stuff is lovely. It's always been interracial. People just haven't have paid attention. To it. You're absolutely yeah. right. Back in the day, I guess I'm a little yeah. surprised I'm taking it back. But um, I do see them being able to kind of forge um, together even more so than they are now. I see them being prosperous. I see them being um, making some money in this town and making a name for themselves. Maybe not a positive name but a name nonetheless we'll see awesome guys we <laughs> love you harlots 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 yes uh, we loved hearing uh, from you guys in the comments last week you guys made some amazing comments you schooled me on the broad and the bod and all of this and, and keep that coming because Please. I learned I love harlot history Hit me up anywhere on social media at Linda. So girly. Nice. And please reach out. I'd love to hear from you guys. And I will be sure to answer at Kitty Kaboom. K-I-T-T-I-E-K-A-B-O-O-M. Guys, till next week. We'll see you. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 